Hello there, and welcome to Pink Milk, your Star Wars podcast for us super fans. And those of us who are forced to listen to them. Today is someday, and someday we're talking the state of Star Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. That was a buzzkill. Thomas, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> I Drink guess I up. am now. <laughs> Hello there, Papa. Hello there. How are you? I am fine. How are you? I'm better than fine. I'm fabulous. Fantastic. Fabulous. Fantastic. Fabulous. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, everyone, and welcome to Pink Milk Husband and Husband. I am your host, Brian. With me, as always, is my better half and your better host, Thomas. Hello. Hello. Hello to you. Hello to you all. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am very well. I mean, we act like we don't know, but Thomas, tell our wonderful listeners how you've been, what you've been up to, anything I've, new. I've been well. I've been working. I've been, everything's new. The kids are all from camp, so every day's a new day. Every day's a new day? A new day. I got two weeks counting those days down before I put them on little little uh, curb at school. <laughs> <laughs> and every day, and now two different schools, no less. <laughs> every day, when they were at camp, they came home learning new words. I wish they didn't. Actually, we did not learn. They learned new words. <laughs> we wish they didn't until this past weekend. Now the camp's over because uh, now it's all coming. Out. It's all coming out. It's so funny. I just got a survey it's from the camp today. Back to me now. Oh God! Just got a camp from the uh, a survey from the camp, and I said it was excellent because it was. Mm-hmm. It was really good. It was good. No, honestly, it was good. It really I mean, they good. did a lot of great things. So they had a lot, a lot of, fun. of fun trips. Michael exercised, and I think that dude needed to exercise a tad bit, and he yeah. did. And yeah, he ate a lot of food on vacation at Papa's. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's definitely a mini Tom. Yes, as did I. The boys always. Michael but refers I've got to myself a thirty-seven dollar weight loss program <laughs> coming up. Bought it as a Groupon. We so soon, <laughs> listeners. I don't know if we're gonna have the um, what's the? I don't. I'm not a singer, but you know we're gonna be so thin that we You're might not. <laughs> None of the listeners know that one. <laughs> no, they definitely don't. They all thought. What do you mean? I thought you were on American Idol. Uh, we're I gonna keep be trying to convince the kids I'm going out for trials. Eli American just told Idol. me I should go today. <laughs> Anyways, we are going to be so thin that I'm not sure if we're going to have the like the rib cage room. I don't know what I'm trying to talk about, but like I don't know if we're going to be able to have the air capacity to actually have these really sexy, deep Vin Diesel voices that we have. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I... <laughs> Let me try this out. Hello there, and welcome to Pink Milk, husband and husband. I am so thin that this is how I talk. Maybe we can learn to speak. Like the Camino ones. You sound like uh, anime. <laughs> Somebody from an anime cartoon. <laughs> well, speaking of anime. So anyway, <laughs> um, I went to Groupon and I, I thought it looked cool. It was like a $37 uh, weight loss program. That apparently they track you for six weeks. So 
<laughs> I don't know what they mean by track, but anyway, I know we have to go in and weigh in. So I was like, this couldn't get any cheaper. Let's try it. And you know, we just haven't started yet. We're not ready. I'm looking <laughs> forward to my Tiffany Haddish moment with this Groupon. I'm going to be there at the weight loss thing with my Groupon, and in's going to come Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, who now like gay people. I think I'm not sure, but I think they like gay people now. <laughs> Will Smith did not like gay people for a while, but he's learned. And they're going to turn us into stars. (laughs) We're going to be having our very own episode of Shock Week. So people may not know the connection between Groupon, Tiffany Haddish, and uh, Will Smith. Actually, Jada Pinkett Smith, right? Uh, Yes. They're going to need to go YouTube that. Okay. It's very funny. We can't do it justice. No. It's that good. (laughs) It's that good. (laughs) Tiffany Haddish on how she became famous, I guess, basically. Tiffany Haddish and Groupon. You'll probably find the story, and then you can watch Rihanna. Rihanna. Oh, God. She's hilarious. I love her. We stand. Tiffany Haddish in this house. Yes. All of us. Mm-hmm. Jack does the greatest, like, Saturday Night Live skit version of her. It's great. We stand her. It's great. We She's stand a, her? Is stan. It, what does that mean? We love her. We worship over her. We obs- we're obsessed with her. Are you hip now or something? Yeah, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> and a Twitterer. And what do I, I have to say? Stan? I stand somebody? Yeah. I stand you, babe. Good answer. all right well (laughs) i'm not sure how to segue this into star wars other than going back to this voice are we is that what we're here for star wars yes we are (laughs) (laughs) so i want to talk to no trivia today is that what you're saying no trivia apparently our book is bad None of you listeners want to send us any questions. <laughs> you probably don't want to be embarrassed by sending us an easy question, watching us fail, hey, listening I, to us fail. I don't have to feel bad about it. Everybody knows I don't know anything. <laughs> I probably should feel bad, but you know what? I don't. I don't. <laughs> if I felt bad about anything, it would have been after this last week's After Dark, where we played MFK in a galaxy far, far away. You oh and I gosh. tried it for a hot minute. Mm. And typically, in my perfectly wonderful, traditional husband, we couldn't go too far. Mm-mm. Well, After Dark in the steam room, I think we went too far. But it was a really good time. It was chaos. It was utter chaos in our last live stream. <laughs> in the best possible way. So... One of the things we were talking about in that prompted me to want to have a conversation with you as a casual fan. At best. At best. <laughs> uh, as the state of Star Wars. Okay. Like where we're, where we are at right now. Because we, we haven't had a movie in like close to two years now. You've had The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. You've now had The Bad Batch. You've had some Clone Wars. You've had, like, very different kinds of Star Wars. Right. And the last movie you had was not good. Um, Even though you liked The Rise of Skywalker, right? You know, it's good enough. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, it wrapped it all up. You know, what more could I ask for? Did it, though? Probably not. (laughs) Not with the Disney machine (laughs) ringing every dollar out of it. (laughs) So... But I'm curious what you think, because we don't really n- know what's coming. Mm-hmm. And, like, now Star Wars is just always around. Like, 
but maybe it's around less than we thought we were going to be. Like, what do you feel is happening in Star Wars right now from someone who's not on Twitter every day, who isn't in the the discourse every day? What do you think about Star Wars right now? I think that Star Star Wars, if I was looking at possibly what their master plan is, they are trying to graduate out the stories that they've had for so long and satisfy those fans that have been with the Star Wars franchise pre and post the sale and trying to satisfy them by by, by giving them wrapping up stories, kind of bringing in some characters they'll be familiar with so it makes them happy. They're appeasing them in a way. Okay. At the same time, they're also bringing in new characters with tentacles to the old characters and years before, years after, this, that, and the other thing. The exact thing that confuses me all the time. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing that with things like Mandalorian now. New people. A bad Batch. New people. So they're grabbing maybe the casual best, you know, mm-hmm. that we say fan or that new fan or the young child coming into the franchise so that, you know, the, to the Disney it. way. Yeah, they to plant the seeds when they're young and they let them... Create a new generation you know, yeah. of Star Wars fans. Exactly. Which absolutely. is what the prequels did. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and truth be told... I think they're doing a good job because at least I feel, you know, I, I've enjoyed everything. I enjoy Mandalorian. I enjoyed Bad Batch, Batch actually. Yeah. So because before this, I know mm-hmm. we, we touched on it before animation, as mm-hmm. you said. Like, you're liking it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. More than you think you thought you would have mm-hmm. because you never watched it with me before. Correct. I do have one thing to say. Yeah. They're not long enough. The problem with the Mandalorian is it's not on long enough. There's not enough episode, not enough episodes. Okay. So it's, you know, the time it goes away, I forget it. It's almost like mm. The Handmaid's Tale. Remember, we loved that show. We loved that show. We loved that show. And I'm yes, I know we all went through the pandemic, but it didn't come back. Yeah. So so much time went by, and now this past time, even though we still enjoyed it, it just took us months to finish because you're so much less engaged. I think if. Yeah, I would say anything. They should not take so much time for the new stuff. So that's where I feel like, even though but like, nobody asked me, you like Marvel's doing something. Marvel keeps these shows. Like all of a sudden, like why aren't we having this many Star Wars shows? Mm. You keep having all these Marvel things, and like I can't watch them. I mean, I still haven't watched Loki. Sorry, Jason. And Who? actually, again, Mar- Loki has been really good. The <laughs> two episodes I saw, I've enjoyed. <laughs> It maybe yeah, it's three. Fine. We've enjoyed it. I don't we just three. I think we've seen three. You know. We're halfway through. I guess we haven't enjoyed it enough where we needed to see it every single so, day. One of the things that I guess from I'm torn because I love Star Wars, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think they're on Twitter at least, in in the fandom, there's a very loud voice who are just complaining for the sake of complaining. You turn on a YouTube and there's a lot of like negative Star Wars stuff because I think negativity just performs better. I mean, look at the housewives. Like yeah. you enjoy the housewives for not the mind, like, but for the mindless fodder, just for that the record, you, right? not all of them, but yes. for the mindless fodder yeah, is what exactly. you call it. And that's the exact reason I don't like it. Like mm-hmm. I just see a cesspool of negative stuff flying out of people's mouths, and I have no interest in engaging. Well, with that. I do enjoy enjoy reality TV yeah. overall. Yes. I enjoy peering in at lives of others. I I just do. like. Do I like reality TV? 
No. Like, I don't do not. feel like I really do. There's no. maybe one or two things, but it's usually like competition. Your life is like a reality show. You don't need it anymore. There's so many voices <laughs> in this head. I feel like Ramona Singer's in my head all the time doing turtle time. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like a long, 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 long time ago, but yes. Turtle time. But I feel like there's a few things going on in Star Wars that I put a pin in in uh handmaid's tale because we just finished mm-hmm. where we're at right now so there will right. be spoilers for handmade people or star wars podcast so i feel like i can talk about anything else but the next thing coming out mm-hmm. i am super 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 excited for for a few reasons are we talking star, star wars, wars again? visions yes oh yeah it would exactly and you're like not interested but I'm also just not an anime yeah. fan, and it's very anime-looking. Hey, it does not mean I'm not going to give it a shot, but from yeah. the get-go, I was just a little deflated. That's all. I'll keep an open mind. Yeah, and, you know, I don't remember how many episodes, like eight, I think. They're mm-hmm. not going to be connected, apparently. I think there's one, like, two-parter, but they're all just individual stories that aren't tied together. So one of the things, and this is one of the questions I want to ask you. Okay. Do you know what canon or not canon means? I would imagine you could figure it out, but hopefully. I'll I mean, you on it's something now. to do with Star Wars. I have heard your your people, you people, <laughs> talk about it before, but I... So I canon... Never, yeah, I, I don't know. Canon basically means it's real. And not canon or legends means that it's not real in the Star Wars universe. Okay. So, like, uh, you'll see a lot in the discourse that it counts or it doesn't count. So, Star Wars Visions is not canon. Mm-hmm. So, that has some people really excited, some people irritated, because they're going to be watching these things that, in quotes, don't count. And my question to you as a casual fan, because like you were saying, they're the tentacles, which sounds, you know, Borgullet, trying to like do creepy sounds things. Borgullet? Rogue One? Remember the tentacle <laughs> monster that weaves up Bodhi Rook and like, mm-hmm. Bokala can see the truth. Don't remember? Okay, good. Um, <laughs> really? Did you expect me to remember? <laughs> but anyways, like it's it's introducing their anime has a huge fan base. I am not like I like I like to look at anime more than I am invested in, in anime. I like to look at manga. I've got lots of I'm I mean Akira is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like favorite would Princess you say Mononoke is one of my favorite movies of all was time avatar anime yes well that's funny it was a, really it, okay it's more it was like an americanized it, anime well there you go i guess yeah. i'm an american so i guess maybe i like the american <laughs> version of and who knows i mean it could visions could be great i mean i could also find out i could way. also be getting that wrong and saying things i'm not okay. supposed to say but it's I don't just know. that avatar was really good avatar was amazing yeah it but was it was amazing. a very western story Mm -hmm. it was like a westerner's view of eastern culture Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and i think in a respectful way yeah it's more the art okay yeah it's not the stories it's not the culture it's none of that it's just it's the art so for me see like because i love i love the art the thing so what i'm super super excited about bad batch is beautiful right Mm -hmm. it is you didn't like that other clone wars remember when the other clone wars came to Disney Plus, the, f- the old one, and it was like 2D animation. You're Correct. like, no, I not into it. No, I loved it. Those are to this day my favorite action figures because it looked so different. 
It was bold, and it might not be for everybody. And Clone Wars, when it first started, was not for everybody because they looked like a bunch of puppets. Like, mm-hmm. that was... But it's bold. And now, Bad Batch is beautiful. Like, especially the backdrops. It is a beautiful show. Mm-hmm. But I'm ready to see something new. Like, I was so excited when Star Wars Resistance came out. I wish I could have, like, gravitated so towards... funny. Because we thought it was new. When we first started yeah, reviewing it. Yeah, like it's elevated itself. It's still okay. in the vein mm-hmm. of Rebels and Clone Wars. And Rebels doesn't look like Clone Wars, but you can tell it's all like it's, it's a Star Wars animation look. Okay. When Resistance came out, it looked completely different. I love the way that show looks. I think it's awesome. I I couldn't get into that show. Mm-hmm. It's got it, it's got its fans, and I need to give another give it another shot, but I could look at that show all day long. So with Visions, what I'm hoping for is I'm excited to see a very stylized Star Wars. Okay. Like, I'm really excited to see how an artist sees Star Wars outside of, like, what the way we've always seen it. I'd like to be challenged like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really, really excited. And I'm also really excited, personally, that it's not canon. Because I feel when things are canon, people complain because canon jars, when I read it in the comic, and I don't mean disrespect to people who are upset about it because I kind of understand. They read how a story went in a comic or in a novel, and then it's a little bit different in a cartoon or a movie, and it's frustrating because they really like that other story. So I can I can get it. I mm-hmm. understand, like, in season seven, there were some changes to Ahsoka and Rex. But... I'm glad that there isn't the there's freedom of not needing to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Like we can just enjoy it for what it is. I enjoy Star Wars for what it is all the time, but I can respect people that can't because right. they want it all to count. They want the big. I can I fully support that, but I'm excited that this doesn't for that reason. Like, but for someone like you, do you even care? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, entertain me. Yeah, that I'm just looking to be entertained. Yeah. So. I'm wondering how long they're going to be, if there are separate stories. Mm-hmm. You know, like you had mentioned, and you've said this before, Mandalorian isn't long enough for you. It, I, it definitely is not. I'm sure it's very expensive to make and they can't do it, but, you know, this is their deal. They should make it longer. And a sentence. I think... Make it longer. You're the one committed to a live-action show. Make it longer. See, like, I guess for me... I mean, what we have last time? Six? Seven? Eight? Eight. They've been eight and eight. That's not long enough. I mean, if you're committing to a show, yeah. make it longer. That's it. See, I like it. I and like it, these short bursts personally because you get a really, like, a very focused arc. Mm-hmm. I like how, I like the freedom that mm-hmm. Disney Plus is giving these shows. Episodes aren't guaranteed to be a certain number of minutes. Like, they're, they kind of vary. I'm okay with that. Like, that's great. So you can tell the story you need to tell. Because mm-hmm. nothing's worse than when you're watching, like, a network show. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, 10 minutes too long because they just, like don't have anything else to say so they're stretching the stuff out that doesn't need to be stretched out well here's another thing so we don't even know when the mandalorian is coming back right we don't apparently it started shooting it's and but we don't so I that would, kind of stuff kind of yep you know but we i'm excited for the book of Boba Fett, but we don't know when that's coming either right? no that's coming like december 22nd in okay. december this year okay and is it possible mandalorian will come before no because that's the way it ended. Yeah, it hasn't started shooting. It just now started shooting. Uh, what people okay. are, what Rumorville is saying, whether mm-hmm. or not, where these people get this information, I don't know. They could just be making it up. Okay. But it would make sense. that The Book of Boba Fett is almost like The Mandalorian season two and a half. Oh, okay. 
you know, and then we'll have so they season might have three. the same characters in it. Yeah, like oh, I cool. think there will be. Well, we know Fennec Shand and Boba Fett. They were both in mm-hmm. The Mandalorian or in this. So I think right. there will be some crossover. Okay, what I you know what I mean? I um, I wouldn't be surprised if Cad Bane shows up. Okay. Cad Bane wore Boba Fett's armor for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, hopefully, he's gonna come in and declare his love for Din Djarin. Okay, maybe that's how Din Djarin's gonna get off that ship. We don't know. Like, aren't they stranded on a ship? I haven't seen that episode in a minute. Aren't they stranded, though? Where Luke came? Maybe they're not stranded. I don't know. Luke took Grogu. Mm-hmm. Kidnapped. Still mad at you, Luke. Going home um, empty-handed. But yeah, so who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with that? But like, mm-hmm. all of these questions, we don't even know if we're getting a season two of The Bad Batch. Like, we don't know any of these things. Like, how does that make you feel? I don't like it at all. Actually, it annoys me. It makes me a little less invested. Okay, if I don't even know, why should I pay attention? I mean, you're you're drawing me in with the story. I want a story. I want to be. I'm going to commit to you. Yeah. You know, as a as a, a viewer, give me something, but give me some hope at the same time. Don't leave me. Nothing annoys me more than, especially when you go to Netflix or actually Netflix. And you get involved in something that you were just kind of surfing to see and you wanted to binge it. And all of a sudden, oh, there's no more seasons. I, I do look at it. I'm like, why should I commit to a show when there's one season? Mm-hmm. You know, so. I agree. Yeah. I don't like that. So that's what I mean, like, when I ask the question of the state of Star Wars. Like, because we kind of don't really know where we're at. We don't know what's going on. We you know- mentioned it seems like a messy state. We. <laughs> We we know Rogue Squadron's coming out in 2023. It got pushed back a year, uh, I think. And what's Rogue Squadron? A new movie. We don't know when it takes place, where. We don't know anything about it, which is fine. Like, okay. Are um, they shooting it now? Soon. I think they're they're in it. We have the oh, Acolyte okay. coming, which I'm very excited about because... And what's that? It's the, a new show. Okay. So we know we have the Book of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. The Mandalorian Season 3, Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Cassian Andor and the Acolyte. Those are series we what know are coming. Ahsoka? Ahsoka's got a show coming at some point, but we don't know anything outside. We know Lando has a show coming up. We don't know anything. Ga- uh, Rangers of the Galaxy of the Republic or Galaxy Rangers. Galaxy mm-hmm. Rangers was a great cartoon in the 1980s. You should check it out. Uh, <laughs> but that was going to be a Cara Dune show, we mm-hmm. think. But now she's obviously gone. Thank God. Hopefully Hera is going to be in there. We don't know. Like, right. There's a lot of announcements and then no understanding of when anything's coming out. And hmm. I mean, I don't mean the state of Star Wars listeners with red laser beams coming out of a thumbnail. You won't know what I'm talking about, Tom, but our listeners will. Like, but I, I feel like I, I don't even, I'm not even invested in Marvel. And I feel mm-hmm. like I have a good idea of what's going on in Marvel mm-hmm. and Star Wars that I'm very invested in. I don't really know anything. And I love secrecy to a point. Well, how can we find out? I, they're not announcing anything because Lucasfilm is notoriously secretive. They mm-hmm. don't like anyone to know anything. And like, cool, don't let us know stories. Keep your, keep your wraps on characters and a story. But like, I, I'm starting to... Sounds like you're starting to get a little resentful. I'm starting to get frustrated yeah. not knowing anything. Like, because I know it's coming. You know, when George Lucas had it, and I was going to get a trilogy, mm-hmm. I was going to get a trilogy, and then it was going to go away. 
was I, did I, so I didn't even want more Star Wars. I mean, I always wanted more Star Wars, but I knew there was an end. I knew I was going to get three movies. These were the years they were coming out. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the story, didn't know the titles, didn't know anything, but I knew that I was getting these three stories. George Lucas wrote a trilogy, so I knew I'd meet these characters and I'd follow these characters. You know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, that was something, honestly, the sequel trilogy did not do well with. We followed Ray and Kylo, and that was really kind of it. And everybody else didn't really get stories. Not really. True. And we would introduce all and then Rise of Skywalker, closing it up, introduce like 50, 50 characters. I'm like, why? We like, so it didn't, it felt like the Rise of Skywalker felt like it was really busy setting up all these other future character stories, mm-hmm. but didn't tie up the one that it needed. And that's, I think that is my biggest problem with the Rise of Skywalker. It introduced too many things, but actually didn't even really, for me, close it all off in a really beautiful way. I loved I love Ray Skywalker. We all know that. I love a lot of things, but they didn't. Ben Solo really does just die, and we don't see him again. There's no ghost. We don't know anything about it. There was no mention. He was just gone. So if I knew there was more movies coming out, I wouldn't care because I knew Ben Solo would come back somehow. Right. Like I would get that, but we don't know anything, so that's the ending we've gotten. It's really frustrating (laughs) because... Honestly, his story ends kind of abruptly and not great. Yeah. Like, at all, actually. And he's a really amazing character. And it just kind of stops. So I really... I am getting frustrated. I'm sorry. Like, the book of Boba Fett worked. (laughs) That announcement of that show worked Mm -hmm. because we had no idea that show was coming. So if you remember at the end of season two and it was like... That after credit scene was like the book of Boba Fett coming out in December 2022 Mm -hmm. or 2021. That was rad because we're like, wait, why we're getting a Boba Fett show? It was awesome. And I'm like, is that what they're doing with the Bad Batch? Because mm-hmm. apparently they did that in in um, Loki. The end of Loki, they said season two was coming. Oh, okay. But like Loki was billed as just a one and done thing. They haven't billed, they haven't built, billed uh, Bad Batch as anything. So they have never said anything at all. They never How said it was Bad one Batch season. Doing? I feel like for a while it was doing really well when it first started. Mm-hmm. But honestly, on Twitter, I don't see a lot about it. So I don't mm. know how it's doing. Like, I, I don't follow Nelson ratings and all that stuff. But I can see on Twitter that it's not talked about as much. Like, by the time mm. Monday rolls around now, I don't feel as talked about as much mm. as it was when it first started. Like, when Mandalorian's going, m- most people... Everyone should be, <laughs> but most people are pretty respectful of not talking about too much right. until Monday, which all of you should be doing. Now, if we move to Wednesday, I don't know how that's going to work because new shows are apparently going to start coming out on Wednesdays, oh, good. not on Fridays. Good. That's but I don't for, really know. That's better for me. <laughs> Actually, it would be better because then we can, we can record earlier. Yes, it would be. So anyways, I don't know. Like... So I I think I am getting a little re, like resentful of not knowing anything. So, but I'm more curious you because I'm in it every single day. No, you know me. I like to know everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like to know everything. Or don't tell me anything at all ever. So don't let me know what I don't know. Yep. I don't want to know that. Then I'm cool because I don't yeah. know if that made any sense. Yeah. So, but I mean, I'm just naturally assuming you're creating a show. Of course, there's going to be. You know, it's Star Wars. 
Yeah. It'll go on for a couple of years, hopefully. So I hope so. I mean, we Clone have... Wars went on for how many seasons? Uh, seven. Seven. So it went on for five solid years. And Resistance? Years. Resistance got two. Oh, that's it? Yeah. What about the other one that I'm and supposed Rebels to watch? And Rebels got four. Four. Okay. In Rebels, we kind of knew. And Rebels did a cool thing, too. Not even every season had the same number of episodes in it. Oh. There was a couple shorter ones. But they told their story and they left. Mm-hmm. Like that, to me, that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Don't fill it up just to fill it up. So how many episodes do we have left of The Bad Batch? Two. So, oh, wow. Okay. They have a lot to do in Yeah, they episodes. really do. I feel like I'm not really mm-hmm. anywhere yet. Oh, I could see maybe it's ramping I mean, up. This, yeah. It's starting to ramp up. Okay. So, well, good segue because we're going to talk about it. Right after this. Also, real quick, sorry, listeners, let us know. I want to know what you actually, what y'all have to think about the state of Star Wars in this. Do you agree with us? Do you not agree with us? Or do you know something that we don't? Yeah, do you know something that we don't? Am I turning into one of those bitter, old, 40-something-year-old, angry, white Star Wars dudes? I hope not. Let us know. (laughs) Tom doesn't know what we're talking about. They're out there. I don't. I'm going to keep myself innocent. (laughs) All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, this last episode of The Bad Batch. Be back. Be And we're back. Welcome back, Brian. Welcome back, Thomas. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. First impressions real quick. What did you think of the episode? I thought it was really good. Did you? Where in the rankings of all of Bad Batch is it for you? It's up there near the top for sure. Awesome. Me too, yeah. I think, actually. Good. Um, we will talk about it here in a little while, because I want to hear your overall thoughts on The Bad Batch. Okay. Um, well, the listeners do, because I kind of already know, because we do talk about this off the mic. <laughs> um, We're strangers. Who are you? Bob. Okay. So, Bob, <laughs> this episode, I... You know, we're going to do a little different. We don't need to go over the whole episode. Everyone's seen the episode. Let's pick apart the things that we find interesting, right? Okay. Okay, So we have a call from Rex. Mm -hmm. And one of his brothers is in trouble. We now found out that it's Gregor, who you do not know. We did see the Clone Wars episode that he's in. I forgot until Friday night. Okay. Um, I know him from, and most people do too, know him from Rebels, uh, where he, Wolf, and Rex are all like, live together on uh i forget what they're called an atat basically uh it's not that though so no one come at me i know it's not the name but i don't remember <laughs> what they're called atct maybe doesn't who cares they live on a walker and they fish in the desert great character they're awesome he's kooky he's a little more like wrecker if you had to like put him on a character that you already know but he's old so he's fantastic um so that was super exciting when we found out that it was gregor because there's a tie there. What did you think of Gregor? Because we haven't had a clone like him before. He's a little silly. He's a little, you know, a little silly. I, you know, I do remember us talking about him once before, though. And I do Probably. remember briefly that episode. You know, the clones, I get them all confused. 
Shocker. I do too. They all look the same. Because <laughs> they're clowns. But I mean, I, they don't. But nonetheless, they, they confuse me. So yeah. um, I, I think he was a good addition to the group. I think they have a bond. Mm-hmm. Kind of like family. They do. Yeah. Y- yeah. Like, so one of the things that I like about Gregor is because he's just very different. I like mm-hmm. when clones are very different from one another because I think it speaks to the message of the clones. You'll hear a lot of times people talking about like Ray Palpatine who is half human, half clone. She's still a human. I don't understand when people try to act like clones aren't humans. And also, did none of these people watch The Clone Wars where Yoda in the very first episode of The Clone Wars is like, how the clones don't feel like they're human? And he's like, no, I see a lot of individual people here. You're humans just like I am. That was the whole point of all of The Clone Wars. (laughs) was that they were using human soldiers and treating them like droids Mm -hmm. and it's part of where the jedi went down like come on now come on now it was drives me nuts but i did like that um he had a little bit of personality so one of the things that i found really interesting about this was echo finally had some sort of agency echo and tech are like not that important in this show which is disappointing Mm -hmm. but you know, we find out that, that Gregor needs to be rescued, and Omega's like, we have to go help him, and Hunter's like, no. Nope, too dangerous, don't know anything about it, and Echo steps in, he's like, well, that's what you did with me. And I was listening to another podcast, shout out to the Geeky Bubble, or Jonah Marie, who, they were talking about this a little bit, because it's a pretty big standout, right? That their perspective was that Hunter was more confident going into a, a an unknown situation because they had a Jedi to back them up. I don't necessarily fully... I Yes, yes. But I also think in this case, I think it's more to protect Omega. And I know a few weeks ago, we all talked about when Omega refers to them as her, her brothers when she's with Hera. And it kind of threw all of us off because we see a father-daughter relationship. True. Right? Mm-hmm. So question for you, because this, after this episode, I've been sitting with this, and there's something interesting with Omega, which we may have touched on, but I don't think so. You know, of course she refers to them as her brothers. That's all she knows. She's been born and raised on Camino with a bunch of other clones who all refer to themselves, to each one another, as brothers. Mm-hmm. She didn't have parents. She may literally have absolutely no concept of a mother and a father. It's a good point. Like, that idea, she's... You can make the assumption that her whole life was on that platform, basically, on Kamino, with Kamino and clones. That is her entire interaction. So all she knows is the word brother. That is what family is to her. And it was interesting because just because she refers to them as her brothers, I don't think Hunter looks at Omega as his sister. That is his daughter. Yeah, he definitely looks at her as if though he needs to take care of mm-hmm. her and parent her. Yeah, for sure. So I feel that this, the difference between this and when they went to save Echo, which wasn't brought up, unfortunately, was that he has to protect protect Omega now. He was there with his brothers, soldiers, in a war. That's what you do in war. He's not in war anymore. I mean, that speaks to the kind of the thesis, I think, that this show is trying to do of who are you when your life is turned upside down all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I just, I, I'm like, I think, of course he doesn't want to go in. He doesn't want to jeopardize Omega. 
and he knows all these people are after her, you know? Um, what, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Why do you think he would have gone to save Echo, but not Gregor? Maybe he just had a closer relationship with Echo than he did with he Gregor. He didn't know who Echo was. Interesting. <laughs> well, then I don't know the answer. <laughs> I mean, okay. Wait, he had no relationship with Echo? No, he didn't know who Why he was. Why did he go in then? Because Rex told him to. And, and well, Echo... Well, maybe there you go. Maybe he had a closer relationship with Rex. But that was Rex who asked him to go do it again. Hmm. You know, they needed to go get Echo because... Well, they Rex was the only one who was certain that it was Echo. Right. Because it was... Remember, he was the, the, the thing leaking their plans. And so they kept losing. Right. So that was why they had to go take him. Mm-hmm. But I just think... Then they were soldiers. They're not soldiers anymore. They were following orders. Hmm. Now they don't want to follow orders. And we have to remember the whole Bad Batch just realized that they had chips in their heads telling them what to do. And now they remove those. So again, they're like kind of, their heads out of the clouds kind of for the first time too. Right. And they themselves might not totally know how to make choices. It's a good point. You know? Mm-hmm. Um so I just think, I think that it was really, really interesting a lot. And then the other thing that I loved in this episode more than anything, because I love the Kaminoans always, were how they were leaving the planet. And they're trying to sneak out because now they were just at the beginning of the season on par with the Empire. And the Empire is trying to get rid of the clones and bring in human soldiers. And so they were sneaking them out. What did you think of all of that going on? Because remember, Lama Su, the, the, the leader, dude, mm-hmm. doesn't really like Nala Say and doesn't really treat her with much of her own choices. He's busy bossing her around. Right. She is holding a big... She knows where Omega is, but he doesn't. So he's got... She's got that she big secret. She doesn't trust him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got that secret against him. We saw her with all those other kids, all mm-hmm. those other clone kids, um, getting ready to leave. Like, what did you think about all of that? Was there anything that was speaking to you about that relationship there? Because it was pretty cool. Well, I mean, he was just the boss. He was the boss. I thought that they were teaming up to get out of there. Um, they clearly know that they themselves, their presence is being threatened now. They mm. don't trust uh, the next regime. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it was probably more of a relationship of necessity. Mm-hmm. I am curious what they did with Lamasu at the end. We just saw them I go know. behind a gate. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a door. Doors close. I was really. I was waiting for a bang or yep. something, and I we got nothing. So I'm curious. Which is cool. It's exciting. Yeah, I'm curious what's going to happen to that one. Because, you know, they're like, no, we'll just. They, mm-hmm. he, I think it's him who mentions like, hey, the galaxy knows we make great clones. We'll find more contracts. Like, right. it's interesting. That mm-hmm. is why you can see how Palpatine used the Kaminoans for their technology, knowing that he could get them to create a really rock salt, which I think, I know there's sci-fo Are they just going to wipe out the planet now? Probably. Hmm. Remember what they do in Rogue One with Jeddah? They just blow it up? Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't have the Death Star yet. They right. don't have the Death Star, but that's what the Empire does. The Empire comes in, tricks you into thinking they're there to protect you, then rips you of your resources, because what they would do is rob entire nations think about our own history hmm. in this world you take all their food all their resources away from them because you're here to help 
Right. And now, nope, now you got to buy it back. Now you're in debt to us. That's what they would do. And so mm. that's how they took over the galaxy because people gave it away, as Padme Abadala says. This is how liberty dies in thunderous applause. Yep. Which is exactly what happened in this year in January when people were invading the Capitol because someone said, take back our country. Mm. No, you lost. But then people gave away their freedom. We're going to go just like raid the Capitol because they didn't like the election results. Like it literally was happening in front of our eyes this year. It was really this this show couldn't be more well timed um, for that, which is pretty sad, actually. But I think that the whole idea of just being used is really powerful. Because the Empire used everyone else's power from the Jedi to the Kaminoans and tricked them into then just giving it away with these weaker people. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, who was Rampart before all this? He was probably a nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, like, now he's got magic powers because he's in the Empire and he's got some cred. And For the time being. For the... And then he'll be out, too. Yep. Because that's what they do. They yep. chew you like gum and spit you out. Um, and then we also got the introduction of stormtroopers, TKs, um, which is pretty rad. So that whole inside of that place looked very imperial, like they were running around calling TK numbers, which was awesome. And there's a line that Gregor says something about like, I, we found out that Gregor was training them and then somebody makes the joke of why are they so bad? Because we all know that stormtroopers have terrible aim and they're not Uh very... (laughs) So was Gregor known for not having good aim? No. He says, I didn't teach them everything because he was smart. He always wanted to have the upper hand, Uh which is really cool because that's going to come back. Mm -hmm. That is the kind of seed that was put there to come back later because there has to be at some point a clone uprising against the Empire, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and then because Rex was, or not Rex, uh, Hunter, right, was like, why would they want... Why would they get rid of us? We're better soldiers. And they were like, well, these people, we're loyal to the Republic. These people are loyal to the Empire. They don't want us around. Hmm. We're leftovers from that previous government. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they don't want them. But Gregor was really smart to like, I'm not going to show you all my cards. Good for him. <laughs> you know? Yep. So, I feel like we're going to get a, wouldn't that be awesome if that's the last two episodes, like a clone uprising? It would be, but we know it doesn't end up very well. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> But they're Sadly. still around because we know that, like, Rex fight. Oh, man. So Rex now going fight. back to what we were talking about at the beginning and not knowing if there's a second season, do you think they all get wiped out now? I don't know. I hope not. So two, one quick question for okay. you before, because I want to go back to that. Okay. I was supposed to circle back to something at the, at the beginning of the episode, and I think I forgot now. I'm sure you're listen, used to that, listeners. I think I say put a pin in that all the time, and then we never get back to anything. <laughs> Lots of pins out there. Watch your step. Um, <laughs> so I want to talk about Omega real quick. Mm-hmm. So a few episodes ago, we found out that she's basically the last clone of Django. That's a pure clone of Django. Mm-hmm. So she's the Omega to Boba Fett's Alpha. I don't know if I believe them. Why would you not believe them? Because they're all, they're not trustworthy. Okay. 
So, I mean, we light rods right there in the text. They're not trustworthy. They said they're working for the Empire, but now they're sneaking out. Nalase is undermining Lamasu. Lamasu mm-hmm. undermined Nalase before Tanwi got killed. Right. So, like, they're untrustworthy people. They are secretive. I think... I know this will not everyone will want this because people want away from Palpatine and all of that. I still think she might be a Palpatine clone. She's blonde. Hmm. And I know they're and a, a girl. And a girl. Yeah, like I mean, that's I There's I, no other clone girls, right? No. Okay. Because I, yeah, so I don't I don't know how that all that works. Um, but I know there are rumors out there that people th- kind of think that Omega is an Anakin clone. Okay. That could be cool. Because of, he's been there before. Mm-hmm. But I don't think so. I think it's Palpatine, who we already know plays both sides all the time anyway. So he's just playing both sides again. He's investing in stormtroopers mm-hmm. and Imperial leaders. And now he's still going to make an investment into clones just in case the humans don't work out. I'm going to start making some uh, Force-sensitive clones. For another army. Hmm. We have in the Rise of Skywalker, he has the final order. What if there were more? We know Snoke was now some sort of Palpatine clone of some sort. I made Snoke. So what if we're actually setting up the final order now? Before the Force like which could be, and she's like the first step in the final order. Hmm. Which would tie, which would bring it all the way to the rise of Skywalker. Why wouldn't we have seen her later on? Then who knows? She's either she could be dead. Okay. She could have just not been around yet. Who knows? Right. If she's, who knows? Like, I think like I think it's more interesting to find out she's a Palpatine clone, and she it's just another step of him, like ruling everything and running like. Palpatine is the ultimate baddie. Like he, I like the idea that his shadow is over everything. Where are we in the timeline again? We're like right outside of uh, 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 Revenge of the Sith. So right after the Clone Wars, uh, Anakin just became Darth Vader. Okay. So we have a baby Vader. I still think maybe he might show up. Darth Vader. At the end of this, possibly. Hmm. That could be cool. That would be cool um see baby vader i mean there was thoughts of that what do you think do you what do you think omega could be now do you have any other things are you just taking it on the surface of what they told us i'm taking it on the surface for what they told us i i don't have enough of a background i mean i think what you said sounds pretty good yeah (laughs) i mean it doesn't it does leave a big question in my head as to why she's the only girl why she's so young compared to everybody else well they said that she's so young because she doesn't have the growth accelerator so it's only her and boba fett who don't have growth accelerator that we know of all right fair enough and then uh so that answers that and then why is she a girl why is she a girl why is she blonde Mm -mm. and of course the other one was like i said why is she so young but now i know and knowing is half the battle time you know that's what they say. <laughs> That's how I always feel. Um, where do you think, to go back to what you were bringing up, mm-hmm. about the show in general and the show at the beginning, what we were thinking at the beginning, and how is it going to end? How are you feeling about the show as a whole? I, I've liked it. You know, I've liked it. Um, I like the fact that I've been with a whole bunch of new people that had 
other people don't, you know, characters anyway, that uh, other people don't know much about as well. So I feel like I'm on a level playing field. Of course, just like in all Star Wars things, you're never on a level playing field. You always need to have gotten there before. Because look, now you introduce Gregor. Oh, what the heck? Where did that one come from? But, you know. But you don't need to know who Gregor is. In but this. you know who Gregor yeah, is. And so all you Star adds, Wars people know. It that. adds to the texture. The super flans, it, it fans. Add, it adds to the texture. But you didn't need to know that. No, I didn't need to. But now, if I did, probably wouldn't have remembered. But if I did, <laughs> it would have been a little bit more. You know. So, but th- that's that's the always the challenge for the. The casual fans. The casual fan. So. But in fairness, for mm-hmm. casual fans, like, yes. if I wasn't here, you wouldn't think about any of it, so it wouldn't even matter. Nope. So it wouldn't even matter. <laughs> like, this is still a very casual fan accessible thing because you wouldn't need right. to know. True. So. I would go and I'd watch the uh, the episode probably at a normal time of the day, not like woken up at Let's the crack of dawn in the morning to watch it like you wouldn't be wa- <laughs> You wouldn't be watching a cartoon if I wasn't here. It's so funny. I stopped myself the other day. I was telling my father about mm-hmm. this. It's and I animation. mentioned a, it was a cartoon, and I stopped myself, and I said, I'm sorry, it's animated. It's <laughs> animation. Good job, honey. I learned something in 14 so, years. I mean, for me, I know I came out of this show loving it, and I like it, mm-hmm. but I'm finding myself really frustrated. Why are you frustrated, though? Like, I feel shortchanged. So you haven't gotten enough? Yeah, like, I... And now we only have two episodes left. Right. We don't know if there's a second season coming. That's frustrating. It's really frustrating. I'm cool with secrecy to a point. Like, okay, the truth of the matter is, I'm not really into Good the, to know. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> please. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not even into the MCU. Not mm-hmm. really. Like, I'm, a ca- I'm like you. I'm a casual fan at best in the MCU. Mm-hmm. I generally end up seeing everything at some point in time, but I'm never... I don't need to rush out and see any of them. Maybe mm-hmm. the Avengers movies. But even that, I'm like, eh, whatever. And after, I, I just don't care. Because they're in one ear and out the other. I forget about it. I think every time I see a Marvel movie, I think that's my favorite one. It was really great. Two hours later, don't remember it. I think I've said it's like bubblegum. Like I know a, how that feels. It's like a Britney Spears song. Great when it's on the radio. For sure. <laughs> then once it's off the radio, what's that song called again? Who is she? Like, I, I'm just, it's not for me. Years right? later, comes back and you're like, God, you know, that was pretty that good That was song. great, Bob. <laughs> and then the next week is over. You're like, what was that song? Anyways. That, that, She's still it's, around? It's just not, it's not my jam. But with that said, as a casual fan at best of the MCU, mm-hmm. I feel like I have a better handle on what's going on with the MCU as a whole than I do Lucasfilm and Star Wars, which I am like clearly completely invested in so is it possible that they are just making this too complicated no i think they're being too secretive too secretive i do i think like everything i'm hearing it sounds like it's just getting too complicated no because i think like if i knew Mm -hmm. we were going to get a season two Mm -hmm. i would be cool with not answers not being asked okay but i don't know that i don't know so i don't know where it's going or or I know we were saying canon versus not canon. Does it count? Does it not count? Like, I don't mean it like I need it to count like it's canon. Mm-hmm. But, I, like, what am I going to have at the end of this? Because I'm kind of feeling right now like I might not have much. I knew all of this stuff happened. I love mm-hmm. seeing it. I love this timeline. But I saw it. Like, there, it hasn't had a greater implication on the galaxy or the story as a whole. 
So how are you... Interesting. Very interesting what you just said. How are you going to feel? Because it looks like you're not going to have an answer mm -hmm. in two more episodes. We might. I mean, we might. In fairness, we might. Mm -hmm. You know? Like... Well, how are you going to feel if you don't? I'm going to be really disappointed. Can we be done with this? No. <laughs> I'm going to be really disappointed. Like, I mean, I like the show. The show's fun. Mm -hmm. It is utterly beautiful to look at. Like, it is. I mean, it is stunning. Mm -hmm. It is stunning. I'm ready for a new look. I'm ready for Star Wars animation to evolve now, personally. Okay. Like, which is what we said earlier. I'm really excited for Visions for that. But it's beautiful. But even the Mandalorian... Like, added. It added to the lore of the Mandalorians. All the Mandalorians we saw before were really hard, really confident, really strong people. And we saw a broken down Mandalorian and what that looked like. And it made, it made us, who knew Mandalorian culture, reevaluate it. It pushed, it pushed it forward that way. It pushed it forward by going, oh my god, there's a baby Yoda. We've never seen, we've seen Yoda and we've seen Yaddle. Most people don't even remember Yaddle. So that, because Yoda is so precious and special because there's really, you know, I'm sorry, no disrespect Yaddle, but there's one, you know, there's really, there's one Yoda and now we have a baby Yoda. That all in itself made the show special. We knew it was something different. We knew he was important. Having Ahsoka come in made it feel important. Her episode did her episode necessarily move the needle a ton? No, she pointed him in the right direction. Mm -hmm. But her showing up brought value. You know, there's rumors that Ahsoka's going to show up in this. I, I've said this before. I'm like, I don't want to oversaturate with Ahsoka. Like, she had her run. Clone mm -hmm. Wars is amazing. She had a great run in Rebels. Mm -hmm. But she was used sparingly in Rebels, too. Like, I don't need her everywhere all the time like she had her story i like her as a guy that is what i want her to be so she's got to come in and she's got to come out she's got to come in she's got to come out mm -hmm. so i don't know i i just feel like i feel like i loved the hera episodes love them but now that i'm out of it in the excitement to see more of hera's story what did that do for the bad batch like it did nothing for them you might need to be join the rebellion someday. Okay, well, this is Star Wars. I know you're a good guy. You might need to join the rebellion someday. I think there's going to be a connection later on between Omega and Hera, for sure. Of course. You I know. mean, if we get there. <laughs> exactly. But because I don't know where else it's going after this, leaves, it's, I'm just fine. I'm, being, I'm getting really frustrated with not knowing anything. I'm really frustrated not knowing what movies are coming. I'm not frustrated with not knowing anything about Andor. I'm frustrated with not knowing anything about Obi-Wan. Like, I'm just frustrated. It's okay, baby. It's going to be okay. Take a deep breath. <laughs> it's going to be okay. I need to channel my baby Yoda. I need some answers. I need my Grogu on my seeing stone. <laughs> um, well... I think yeah. you'll get your answers in time. I do. Time is always proved. The past is always proved. Oh, yeah. You get answers, right? So you'll get them yeah, in time. Yeah. Star Wars is fantastic. It's great. It's wonderful. It's perfect. Trust the mouse. Trust the mouse. No, I don't trust no mouse. I trust <laughs> I trust Yoda. And I trust Ahsoka. And I trust Luke Skywalker. Well, Yoda's a mouse now. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so I do think at the end of this, what could be cool, what could be cool... So just real quick speculation before we go. I mm -hmm. think Boba Fett will show up at the end. Okay. Boba Fett's been name dropped. Okay. 
I think it would be really interesting if they use this show to move in, to drop a kernel here to be answered later in the Book of Boba Fett, which is the next show. Okay. So that could be really cool. I think it could be really cool to see Omega in Andor. Like, I want... Like a live action. Yeah, like a live Omega. action. She'll be older. Mm-hmm. That's like 10 years away. Okay. Somewhere in there. So she'll be like late teens, early 20s, perfect Leia Luke type age. Yep, absolutely. Who may or may not be force sensitive. Mm-hmm. A great strategist. I think for me, I want her to be the first fulcrum. Hiding from her dad. I want her to be a really integral part of the, building the rebellion. That's what I want for her. Okay. Um, But I think Andor could be cool. Like now that we brought Ahsoka to live action. I'm kind of here for blending the two. I'm kind of here for it. Okay. I think I think it's exciting. I agree. I actually, I didn't think I was going to like it, but I did like it. Yeah, it worked. It worked mm-hmm. for me because, sure, all of us, her, her, like, who are too small. This is, that's not Ashley Eckstein's voice. Blah, well, okay, whatever. It wasn't because like, it wasn't her. Yeah, exactly. Right. But, like, the character of Ahsoka outshines all of it. Mm-hmm. And it's Ahsoka. So no one complained that Ahsoka looked different in Rebels. It was a different animation style. I didn't hear any of you going, that's not my Ahsoka. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? Let the character evolve. Look at the character. Mm -hmm. Get lost in the world. Anyways, I am sorry to end it on such a buzzkill, but I am getting, I am just getting frustrated. It's going to be okay, baby. I promise you. Thank you. You're welcome. Listeners, my (laughs) daddy's holding my hands. Got to Got to get him through this, guys. Got to get it through. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of getting through, mm-hmm. where can people get to you, Tom? Um, well, you know, I have my people take care of that. Brian, can you fill him in? <laughs> Don't get to him at Twitter because it's not going to happen. Oh, my God. Congrats to On... Jason, your boyfriend, Jason. Okay. Who brought their baby home. Baby ah, congratulations. I need to show you the picture. Awesome. He sent me a picture of him holding baby snips. So congrats. Aw, congratulations. It is adorable. Congrats, congrats, Snips. congrats. I'm I like glad. it. I mm-hmm. like it. I'm glad all of you are safe and healthy, and I'm very, very happy for you. With that, you can follow the show and me at Serving Pink Milk on both Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you check us out on YouTube on Friday nights, where myself, Chase, Emma, and Mark all take deep dives into Star Wars. We get much deeper than we do here because we're all super fans. We also get a little horny. We get really thirsty. Oh, God. (laughs) It's after dark, Thomas. It's after dark on a Friday. Anyways, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Do us a favor. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And again, you can follow us at Serving Pink Milk. And until next week, Thomas, are you ready? I'm ready. Drink up. Drink up.